0: Yeah, I'm good. I am, um, I think I'm getting, I think lockdown, I'm getting a bit, a bit too used to lockdown. Like it's like a new normal and I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm going to readjust to the actual world, whatever that looks like when we, when we get back in into it and stuff. But yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm really good. I'm enjoying, um, being at home definitely and I think like you I don't know whether I'll be able to go back to how we used to do things so yeah but now I'm just going to enjoy it as long as it lasts yeah
0: definitely yeah. I, I think a to... lot will change in terms of um yeah. like how we work and stuff like that yeah. you can see so many jobs can be done at home
1: exactly <laughs> how's so. it working with your um IVF so have they said have they suggested you work from home or Yes, they have actually, Um,
0: because my, so I'm an educational psychologist and I go in and out of schools, Um, so schools are just sort of getting themselves organised right now, like they're
2: in these bubbles and they're they're really trying to sort of, is that you? Hello? Can you hear me? Okay,
1: that's
2: fine, I can hear you. Yeah.
1: Danica, Denise.
0: <laughs> oh, as long as you can see me, that's fine. Can you see me
1: and hear me? <laughs> I can see you really well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. So. Yeah. Um, um, what was the last thing you heard me saying? I didn't hear anything about your. You no, know, you said you're, they've suggested you work from home with IVF yeah yeah because I yeah because I'm
0: an educational psychologist I go in and out of schools and so my my consultant said look like she's not comfortable with me mm-hmm. going into schools with the risk of like corona still relatively high yeah so she wrote me um she was kind enough to when she said that I was like can you write me a letter so I've got mm-hmm. that our team aren't like fully functioning back in schools yet at all but she kind of just wants um me to to stay at home until further notice. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I love yeah. That,
1: because I was thinking about that um, because no one said anything to me so far. But I was wondering whether I should get a letter for my work. Ask I mean, don't for me, yeah. But I will ask for it, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, are you? Do you? Are you client facing? Do you have to like sort of
1: meet people a lot? Or not really, but we are in like a shared office, so I will have to meet mm. other people who might not be doing what we're do- you know like so um and I guess I have to travel to although I can drive to- I drive to work so it's not that serious yeah that's yeah. good yeah yeah so you can do it from home <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah exactly thank you to everybody who's joined so far okay yes, we're, gonna, I- we're gonna kick off so you can't can you see the comments or not yes I can see the comments okay so can you also help me out with this tonight just because sometimes yes. I miss them and Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll try and keep up. Okay, cool. Okay. So the first question. Are you ready? Yes, go for it. (laughs) So can you please tell us your name, the way you're meant to pronounce it? Because I've been (laughs) watching your name. (laughs) Um which African country you're from and a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to tell us at this point.
0: Yeah. Cool. So I'm Danika. Hello. Hi Sonia. Hi. Our journey nice. to baby J, hey, S N B C. Sorry. I see I get distracted so easily. It's so easy.
2: It's
0: so easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm Danica. I'm 30. I just turned 30 um on the 8th of May. Mm-hmm. That was a nice lockdown birthday, but it was really sweet because my family surprised me on our drive. Um, oh, yeah, cool. it was really nice. Um, our family are from Ghana well my maternal side anyway which is the side i I I was raised by I am I do have links to Jamaica but I'm mostly Ghanaian um
2: Um, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. yeah
0: like um my it's my nana that was born in Ghana she came here when she was um you know early 20s my mum was born here Mm. um born here
1: yeah Mm oh no that's is there anything else about yourself that you want to share with us that we?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so I am. Um, let me think about what else we can we can talk about. So I there's a job I already said I'm an educational psychologist. I yeah, yeah. yeah I've worked with kids for literally since I was 18. I really like working with kids. Um, so this is like a natural career progression for me. Yeah. From yeah. Um, I what else? I yeah. Uh, me and uh, my husband we met at undergrad um uni um we both went to roll Holloway um and um we met I was in first year and mm. he was in second year um and wow. so yeah we we've been together since then and that was like 2009
2: so yeah. we've been together yeah. a really
0: long time yeah yeah oh,
1: <laughs> proper, I didn't know that uni, didn't
0: know yeah that. uni sweetheart he's like my first boyfriend like my first proper boyfriend and uh-huh. then yeah just uh just been that's together ever
1: like that. I like that they still happen because you know the world is very different these days. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. Cool. Okay, so um I just wanted to give a technical or the exact definition of infertility before we go ahead. And I want to do this in all my lives because I think a lot of people don't know the definition. And then after that I would want you to give me or, or tell me what does infertility mean to you from personal experience how would you define the moments the feelings what's the first thing that comes to your mind when now anybody says infertility but I'll give the definition first so it says infertility is the inability of a sexually active non contracepting couple to achieve pregnancy in one year and I don't think a lot of people know that one year part but I always just want to put it out there oh yeah so where's that definition from the uh, WHO I see. See, I didn't know that. Oh, really? No. Yeah. So you only it's, its that year? It's that period that makes it. So that's why it's different to being like you can't. Like I don't know whether the no. word is barren or I don't know whether the politically correct term is when you can't yeah. have them yeah. all together. So yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that's really different. So when I like, it's a re- and it's a really important question actually. And um like important that you actually have a definition for it because i associate it with what you said like about i think it, it might be don't quote me it might be sterility i'm not sure yes. but like yeah yes. um yes. Yes. i associate it with not being able to conceive period and actually funny okay. enough i don't i think because of the connotations and because of what everyone understands by it yes. i don't actually use the term infertility at all um
1: okay, okay. yeah
0: I, I just say fertility issues i think um Mm. zeta west as well is what another one of those that she was like yeah i don't really like that term i just i okay. prefer to say fertility issues i don't know i feel like when i say fertility issues there's like more hope in it like there's more um yeah. if you say something's an issue that it all almost lends itself to okay it's an issue and it can be resolved kind of thing or there yeah. is there is something out there that has the ability to be addressed um mm. Mm. so yeah but yeah and hearing i think Vanessa touched on this last last week in her life because she said something about the, the temporal nature of it. So, like, yes, it's, yeah. it's it's for that, like, a, at that time. And I didn't yes. know that either. So it's interesting that it's, like, at that time <laughs> or within one year. Then, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Now, knowing that um, definition, does it make you feel different about the word in particular? A little bit.
0: Um, yeah, it does, actually. Um, it's funny because no one's actually used that with me because... Um, my My story is a bit different because I've had recurrent miscarriages of um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah so cool. no one's actually no yeah. no doctors have actually used that with me. I think when I went to c r g h and I saw uh, our lovely consultant Dr. Sashadri, and um, she used the term subfertility um it was only when and I'll get into this a bit later, but um it was only when we started looking at the male factor then that's when we heard the infertility side of things come up.
2: Uh-huh. But, yeah,
0: so for me, it wasn't even just that, oh, I prefer the term fertility issues. Like, even, like, my medical appointments, it wasn't something that they were talking about with mm. me. Yeah.
1: Interesting. That is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And that, now that you said that, I don't I don't think they've ever used it with me, but certainly with my husband, because we've got a male factor as well. Yes. They don't say um, male factor infertility or something like that, but they've never yeah. said you're an infertile couple I guess yeah, you get, yeah. you say, because of the connotations I guess like you say yeah you know, very differently. so that's that's really interesting yeah I wasn't expecting that question to go down that road but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no that's good so in terms of the, the moments and the feelings and and um the okay so I won't call it the infertility experience for you the unfertility experience unconventional journey towards yes. the- I love that name I love it it's great thank you what has- <laughs> What what are your feelings like? Just generally, like you know, high level. What's right your... now, or the feelings that I've gone through in the last three years. Just if you had to pick three words,
0: character building, mm. <laughs> um, intense. Um, I, I'd also pick. what did I say? The unknown, I'd say. Maybe mm-hmm. mm. those are really good ones. Oh, thank I you.
1: <laughs> those are really good ones. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And then, um, I guess we can move on to so your story. I, I know your story is there's there's quite a lot to it, but you can oh, as much as summarizing, I know. You can as much or as little as you like.
0: I've just I mean, seen SNBC. Yeah, we have a similar history. Um oh, okay. just- Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, guys, for joining and being part of the conversation. Keep keep the comments coming. We want you guys involved. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you can just tell us your story from when you started trying to when you sought help and, and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, feel free to be as lengthy as you, as you want it to be or as short as you want it to be, you know. Okay. There's no time restrictions in this conversation. I just want you to be free. Okay. Love yeah. it.
0: Um, okay, so we me and Jeff, my husband, got married uh Christmas twenty sixteen. Um mm-hmm. it was during so for my uh for my job, um, in order to do my job, it was a three year doctorate. So mm-hmm. we got married in the third year of my doctorate.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously given the timing, we weren't trying straight after
2: we got yeah. married. Um,
0: yeah. but we both like we're both so like keen on having kids. Like he's like really like, he can't wait to be a dad. Like he's just like, yeah, he's that kind of guy. So when we, when we finally had that conversation, which was about maybe six months, no, five months after we got married, we're like, okay, let's, let's see how it goes. Cause obviously I was going to go into work in the following September. Yeah. And then our journey started before we even started trying. So I got pregnant accidentally.
1: <laughs> <Dr. Danica. laughs> I was trying to ignore that so
0: don't am I like Dr Dan yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so we so yeah it was complete like we we were not trying and we were definitely um I was like using the clue app so I was like oh I can avoid my third window, it's fine. Yeah. um but yeah so i don't know how to this day i don't know when but all i knew is that after my 27th birthday i had um i had i was like it was my friend's birthday at the beginning of june Mm -hmm. and we were out at ping pong and i went to to the loo and i had a bit of spotting i was like this is very unusual because my like background that i have very regular twenty eight day cycle. I am like clockwork. I know when I'm ovulating because I get ovulation pain. Like,
2: mm. yeah, I'm
0: just very aware of my body. So I was like, "What's this spotting?" But anyway, I was like, "Okay." Um. But then, obviously, when I was expecting my period, I didn't come on. So I was like, mm? And then I I waited a week, and then I tested, and I was pregnant. We were like so happy. Like, yeah. obviously, like it was it was not the time that we thought we would start trying but we were really happy we told like our um (laughs) accidentally yeah accidentally on purpose no it wasn't on purpose (laughs) but we just weren't weren't being as like you know regimented with it Uh, but yeah like we told like our families and stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah and Mm -hmm. then I remember I like I had I don't know why this happened at the time but I had a toothache a wisdom tooth infection I've never had a tooth infection before wow. but it came up and i read that it can like come up in pregnancy so i was like okay well okay. i need to sort it out so it ga- it got to the point where my whole face was like in pain and i was like i really don't want to take antibiotics i don't want to affect anything um, yeah, and then, yeah i remember this like it was yesterday it's crazy um but anyway i had to go to the dentist and i had to take something because it was really bad and then mm. i think that was at about maybe five six weeks i remember like waking up in the middle of the night probably around the six and a half week mark and just feeling a gush of fluid sorry for the tmi it wasn't blood it was just water and i was like what the hell yeah i was like what the hell is that and i got really really um like almost you know in your spirit when you know and i was like this isn't good and i was up googling but anyway i kind of just like i tried to sort of Convince myself otherwise, basically. Um, but yeah, a week later, I started leaving. So yeah, that was the first one. And it was very, yeah, so true. You overanalyze every symptom. But yeah, yeah, the first one was very harrowing. And it happened just before my viva. So a viva is what happens where um, <clears throat> you write a thesis for your doctorate. Then oh, you okay. have to defend it in front of a panel. So imagine I went into that. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's like God the, the, God. That's like the culmination of my of my three years of work that's me going to, to get my, you know going to finish everything and be oh be qualified I was in that miscarriage; it was horrible um yeah no really horrible um and I couldn't enjoy like all of our the celebrations after you know when you're just like yeah. you're there but you're not okay.
2: there. Yeah. so
0: yeah it, not only, it carried on like that so then the next one I was like uh, obviously when when someone's I don't know if anyone on here that's experienced a miscarriage before knows, but yeah. when you've experienced one, you yeah, what like like Vanessa saying you overanalyze everything. Like you go back and you're like, what did I do? Like what like mm-hmm. was it? I was like, two things. Should I not take an antibiotics? I was literally beating myself up. Yeah. It was yeah. horrible. Um, I was like, I shouldn't have kept exercising. This that uh-huh. um. Yeah, I just was going on and on and on about that in my mind. And then it was like my best friend's um, uh, son's birthday the month after. And her bloody, like, son's grandma <laughs> was like, when are you having a kid? And I was like, I'm like, oh, my God. It's, it's, imagined, it's, 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 oh, a month after. Not even a month. No, not even a month after, you know, maybe a couple of weeks after. So, yeah, that was.
1: That need was to crazy. stay out, like, for real. yeah
0: Yeah, people people just need to luckily i feel like that is the only time people have aunties have asked me in that public forum i feel like i might i might have suppressed it but yeah the next Mm -hmm. next one so i was about seven weeks that time the first time the next one was october 2017 and i um again didn't know i was pregnant um Because we weren't, we, I found something online. It was like, you must wait three months before you try again. I was like, okay, I'm going to wait three months. We're going to try again. So again, I don't know what happened. Um, Oh gosh, no one that knows your situation. Shanice, I think, should be asking. That is so rude. Um, Yeah, so I, so we weren't actually trying. Again, I don't, those first two, I don't know what happened. I know what happened for the rest of them. But yeah, so, so had I went and had my wisdom tooth taken out because imagine I'm blaming myself for this wisdom tooth problem oh, exactly. was, this tooth coming out so I um I went and had that taken out but unbeknownst to me I was already pregnant by then and no. but then, yeah yeah and then I then like but I feel like they said it was all I remember is that I didn't come on when I was supposed to do felt similar symptoms then started bleeding I was like Mm-hmm. And that was at about five weeks, so i think I think mm-hmm. it 's very odd terms in this whole fertility yeah. world, but yeah. I think any pregnancy before it can be seen on a scan or before five weeks is like a biochemical yeah. um, but anyway that I only knew because I went to the doctor. I knew knew for sure because I went to a doctor and she um, she did a blood test, um, she ordered a blood test, she saw the HCG in my blood, so that was then then okay. we started properly trying um, i this was exactly properly
1: trying. What do you, What's the difference?
0: <clears throat> good point. Um. So what I did differently, um, was I I was like, okay, well, let's do this kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. and my my properly trying at the time wasn't. I didn't need to do, um any ovulation predictor kits or anything like that as yet because remember I was saying like I kind of know my ovulation symptoms. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if we just. <laughs> it enough times around then it should be all Every right
1: day.
0: yeah god it's exhausting
2: it's
0: <laughs> no I don't have it's that energy Gosh. Yeah, um yeah. yeah so we so we did it then and our, it was our first anniversary coming up so it was around then that we would have um that we would have conceived and so we went on holiday hi Tash we went on holiday um oh. and where did we go Greece came back and I'd I'd also seen that implantation bleed again so the that spotting is called implantation bleed and apparently not everyone gets it um but apparently that's like when the embryo is burrowing into the uterus Yeah. yeah anyway so uh number three now um we went to I think I went to the doctor I was like I think I'm pregnant I don't want to do a, a pregnancy test but just help me um mm-hmm. and um she was like okay so she did it and she was like well when when are you due on and I was like oh I think it's only a couple of days late and she was like I wouldn't even see it um oh my gosh Dr Ramsey <laughs> we'll get to him <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't even yeah I wouldn't um you wouldn't you might not even see it come up but literally yeah. as soon as she did the test it came up so I was like oh god and I just remember being so scared like when you've had oh. current losses the, the the joy like when you see that test like it's a little bit of hope but it's also like intense fear yeah. um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. um I went, she was, my doctor, my GP was so nice. She didn't need to do this, but she was like, because of your history, I'm going to send you to the EPU so you can get a scan. Um, okay. And I did, and there were two SACs on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. So it would have been a twin pregnancy. Um, and we were getting like quite hopeful because obviously we hadn't seen that part yet. But again, yeah. weeks later, seven weeks, we were told there was nothing in the SAC. It wasn't developing. And then I kind of just had to wait. So that would have been like a... I guess not so much. You could. They were like they called it a mis- miscarriage, but it like if I hadn't gone, I would have started bleeding anyway, like in two weeks. Get it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So
0: yeah, so that was just honestly like it just kind of went on like this. Then I had another one the following. No, the so we were January had it in January had number four in May. May 2018, and then wow. number five was September 2018. Number six was um, January 2019, and by yeah. number six, I'll I will go into this a little bit. Um, actually, no, I'll tell you now. Um, so bloody um. I've been on Baby Center. I don't know if any of you guys have been on it. I met the lovely Jessie on there. She's on Instagram as Wild Ride Fertility. She's amazing. I've known okay. her since since both of us were on pregnancy for, basically, in 2018. Okay, um, okay. So she's got a similar history to me. Um, but, yeah, so I've been on Baby Center. I've been finding all these people. I like, I'm going to find this guy. I'm going to find... Like, everyone's okay. talking about their success stories because okay lots of people have been through this and it's it's crazy because you don't hear about it that much you hear things go wrong you hear about one miscarriage maybe but you don't hear about all of these like you
1: don't um this is why I really wanted to speak with you and not even from a point of like I wanted to prove but just because I feel like people need to if I was telling somebody they might not believe me but I wanted people to hear it and because we need to talk about this not even just from the point of like being educated but so we can support people better. Like me knowing this, even if I wasn't in the same journey as you, I can support you a lot yeah. better when yeah. I'm educated about this. So yeah, you can continue.
0: Looking <laughs> the comments, thank you guys. You guys are really sweet. Um, yeah. yeah. So so baby centaur, like it was literally me trawling through, like trying to find answers, and I did. So there's this guy called Doctor Shahata. Okay. we we'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a very nice guy, <laughs> but he does this thing called um, uh, NK cell testing, and that tests like um, nat- something called natural killer cells. And the theory is that if they're too high for some reason, then they attack the fetus. They recognize it, mm-hmm. or they attack the embryo. So they rec- they don't recognize it. They think foreign body. Let's get get it out. Yeah. And I was part of the reason that I've I've been able to be so persistent. I know you're going to ask me this a bit later, but mm-hmm. is that uh, my a very close family friend of mine her mm-hmm. son was like pregnancy number 18 or something Her first
1: so, son, yes time. yeah it's mad
0: and she actually went to go and see this man dr shahata oh, okay. so, okay. so i was yeah. like right i'm gonna see him he was like my north star i was like i'm gonna go see this guy mm-hmm. but i've also heard of um the similar testing in coventry um so I went to have both um I begged my GP to refer me to Dr Shahata and she had to get permission because it was like um you have to pay if it's so out of borough he's in Epsom and St Helier um so I was like yeah please do like by God's grace I was referred like I had to wait five months to be seen but yeah Mm -hmm. I was seen but in that time I was like let me go to Coventry um as well like let me go and see um Professor Broden's and um, Professor Quemby, because they test natural killer cells in the uterine lining. Um, And let me tell you, I took a train to Coventry in August, 2018. Mm -hmm. Donnie, I've never experienced so much pain in my life. (laughs) It was So basically they take a biopsy of your uterus. I I think I had an extreme reaction to it, to be honest. They take a biopsy of your uterus. and that's what they use to test these NK cells, right? Um, mm-hmm. So this is August. And I was like, and they were like, are you okay? You might feel some light cramping. Bring a pad. Oh, this, you're I telling me this, like, this, actually. I told you the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then I walked out and I was like, no, I feel okay. Like, the next two minutes, I was like, oh, my God, I need the toilet. Like, I was I literally I like.
1: Professor Quimby, oh,
0: Professor Quinby! Oh, you saw them. Too. Did you have the Did you have the biopsy? How did you react? By the way, let us know. <laughs> um, I didn't react very well at all. Honestly, it is like you know. I pray that for, hopefully, sometime soon, I know what la- labor feels like. But it was what I imagined labor to feel yeah. like. My uterus felt like it was fighting me. Like it was like, <laughs> and I was just in the toilet of this random. I don't even like public toilets like that like, oh. <laughs> I was in this toilet and I couldn't even lock the door like someone was like someone barged in while I was like dying <laughs> and so I had to go back there it was a horrible horrible like after effect I don't know but anyway like you you know what when you're looking for answers you'll do anything so I was I like I don't even, even care. care yeah yeah I don't even care so yeah so I've imagine I've had all this testing so when I got to pregnancy six I was like Nah, like Jeff, can you go and get tested? Because all this time, and it's really <laughs> annoying. With the recurrent miscarriage world, people always assume that it's the woman. They GP, all.
1: You mean your your GP, your specialist? No one said. No one. So I'm still pregnant.
0: Huh? until pregnancy until we asked i we did it privately nonny this is what i'm saying that the, the whole oh, fertility no. system really, listen after they refer you so your gp will refer you after three miscarriages they'll refer onto um their current miscarriage specialist um and they do blood tests they look at um uh well, they look at blood clotting factors like antiphospholipid mm-hmm. syndrome and i think one other very simple blood clotting factor factor Five, hi everybody, um, hey, um, yeah, so they they look at all of these different things, but it's only like the basic things. And most of the time, what I was reading on loads of forums is that most of the time that comes back normal. So I was already even, I i knew that it was going to come back normal, so I was like, I'll oh, that's when I was like, let me just see Dr. Shahata as well. So I got all of those tests. I think most of those tests I had by the sixth pregnancy. So I was like, no, can you please go and, you know, so he was like, okay, like I'll go and see someone kind of thing. So I, on baby center again, literally it was like my encyclopedia. I was on it like several times a day, looking for answers, looking. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and, um, I found something called the sperm comet test and I think I found it almost a year before I asked him to go and go and do it. Cause I just, just like, like, not only the profession assumes it's the woman all the time, but I did. I was like, it has to be something with me. Um, I'm
1: shocked that even the special, I mean, the people you were seeing didn't even, that is surprising. I'm really, really, really surprised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was 2019 January and it it came back quite quickly because
1: with private stuff, like they do it quick. You
0: don't have to wait,
1: wait months and months. For things privately this whole time. Huh? Were you paying for things privately this whole time?
0: Pretty much since ever since uh, January 2019, everything before that was NHS. Okay. But since since we got into the whole DNA fragmentation world, that's mm. not done on NHS. So um mm. pay to have that done. And um yeah, that came back as being a high um percentage of fragmentation. So his percentage okay. was like 40% fragmentation. Um okay. And what that is, it's like, it's when basically the sperm and the DNA, because everything with his sperm is actually fine. Um, okay. Count how fine, I think the motility is fine, yeah. but it's the actual DNA in each sperm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, um, it happens when the sperm breaks and that's a result of like um, the presence of like um, oxidative damage reacts reactive oxygen species. Um, and that can happen through so many things that, the reason he had it was he had a um he had an infection and um, that was mm. found only when we went to a urologist. So once we got the results saying forty okay. percent, okay. percent we're were like let's go to a urologist and that's when we saw Dr. Ramsey. I think someone mentioned
2: I yeah. think Monica
0: mentioned um him earlier. Um and he's a he's great, he's a specialist, but it's all private. So we were paying from before we were IVF because just wow. we just had to.
1: It wasn't so if it, it, it wasn't for on an NHS what's that huh? you can't get the test for the sperm no no right no wow um,
0: and if if you were to i'm sure if you were to um if, if anyone was to ask for um correct me if i'm wrong but mm-hmm. if anyone knows i think even if you're having nhs um ivf if mm-hmm. you wanted it, it would be an add-on
1: okay so we my husband's sperm got tested but i don't think to the detail of yours mm. so just the motility morphology. And yeah, the,
2: yeah.
1: So the detail in terms of the DNA that you have to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um. And then, bless um, my husband. As soon as he had that result, he like he started juicing. He was taking cold showers. Like he was doing all the things. Bless him. um yeah and then we kind of I was so all through this I was very impatient like yeah very like I just want to try again I just want to try again I the um number six the reason why I was so hell-bent on um getting him to the DNA frag um uh test is because Mm -hmm. my um recurrent miscarriage um consultant yeah Monica lots of fertility clinics don't even believe in it but there's it's because the research is growing. um It's not, it's not yeah. that clinical yet, but um, what was I yeah. saying now?
1: What was I saying? You were saying you're about to get into something, but you didn't actually
0: get into it. <laughs> um, it'll come back to me. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah,
0: with the with the fragmentation. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I just wanted to keep trying, but um my recurrent miscarriage consultant in the nhs she's also really sweet um Uh and she basically was like well you're pregnant now and you're already under dr shahata for this nk cell thing let's just give you the steroids just in case kind of thing so i I, I, like she gave steroids to take because that's the um that's the Oh my gosh are we nearly an hour oh no not. not yet in 10 minutes, 10 minutes. okay <laughs> oh my god i talk so much
2: sorry <laughs> no, no no
1: no no please honestly it's
0: fine it's fine um yeah um we were so yeah um because because of that, I was like, I was like, let me just take it kind of thing. So I was on the steroids that, for that one. So I was, and that's yeah. what the, the guy does. So if you have a high NK cells, he gives you steroids. So I was like, let me just take the steroids. So when that didn't help, I was like, you def, I definitely have to explore the possibility of a male factor here. Um, right, okay. So yeah,
1: but yeah.
0: stubborn me, I was just like, I just want to keep trying though. <laughs> so I had pregnancy number seven in May, 2019. Okay. No, April, 2019. And then after we got the results, all the full urology results, Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff was given some antibiotics for the infection. He has a varicoseal as well, and that can also cause um, fragmentation because it heats up the area there. Yeah. Um, More. And so Dr. Ramsey was like, we don't really need to do anything with that kind of thing.
1: (laughs) Yes, blood thinners.
0: Yeah, I was on all of that. I was on blood, I was on heparin, aspirin um high dose folic acid you name it I was shoving it in down my throat and <laughs> injecting it into myself <laughs> um, well. so yeah um that is the story so the i I guess since then that's sort of brought me up to pregnancy number eight which happened mm-hmm. um which is the last pregnancy that I had before I took a um complete TTC break to just yes. sort of set to myself and that was yeah. in August nine no August twenty nineteen. Um so and I was on a holiday. Wow. Yeah. Um but yeah, after that I went back to um my um oh wow. Okay, wow, that's interesting. Um the the yeah, I went back to my um NHS RMC consultant he was like um I'm gonna refer you for just a, a second opinion um mm-hmm. just and she she knew she was up to date with the fragmentation side of things she was like yeah that's and then she knew our plan was to do IVF and she was like I think that's a good idea because mm-hmm. like there's nothing you know that I can see that is wrong with you kind of thing but mm-hmm. let's get a second opinion so I was referred to St Mary's um mm-hmm. and that's Paddington and they, they they're linked to Tommy so they're a massive um recurrent miscarriage clinic uh okay. flagship type uh, yeah. um, and I had some blood tests and, so, and I only got the results back in February and that revealed that I had a slightly off blood clotting factor. Um okay. so that so I will I will then be given blood thinness for that. Um mm-hmm. so it explains it might explain some of the losses but I said I said to the consultant, I was like, you know, I was on blood thinness for some of the pregnancies and she was like you Know the blood thinners don't make up for making a, an embryo that is abnormal, kind of thing. Um, yeah, and yeah. that was that, that brings us to IVF. So I started the IVF journey, so I'm at CRGH, just a really good clinic. Um, Monica's also there with me, clinic buddies. Yeah, um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, but yeah, that so far it's been amazing. Um, they've been so thorough and so lovely, and just
1: yeah, really good. Um, so So private for IVF do you have to be referred or you can just go to them no I just called them and just said
0: yeah I was like "Uh,
1: okay
0: I want to join please Um, and I went to an open evening because I was initially looking at create because I was like oh I like the sound of mild natural IVF and I was like it's actually I went and saw a hypnotherapist um she's lovely and she was like I know someone that um you too, Mon. Um, I know someone that's at CRGH and they have nothing but good things to say about it. So I was okay. like, yeah, bring it on. Like, I'll go and have a look. So,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. And, you, no, you don't have to be referred. If you're... Monica's actually going through NHS with them. So they accept both NHS and private. Okay. So, just okay. in case anyone wants to know.
1: Um, mm-hmm. There's written money talks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dirty cash, I want you. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so um so that was interesting because I actually got quite a high number of eggs so I got 25 eggs and 21 were mature um Mm -hmm. and then 14 fertilized and we used a process called IMSI but I'll go into that later um and um yeah like um 14 were mature but it was crazy because because the high numbers of eggs I was expecting quite a lot of embryos from that um but like as 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 it stands now, we have two that have made it to blast stage. We had three but after mm-hmm. it was PGS tested, the third one was um uh, not uh, normal. Um okay. so so when we had our feedback from our doctor
2: <laughs> 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 I can't with this. <laughs> the comments are like, I can't I can't have this
0: <laughs> I'm all trying to be serious. Oh my God, Vanessa needs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that word in so long. <laughs> um, yeah. So, was I saying that? What
2: was I saying? Oh, yeah. Egg-
0: yeah. Yeah. So, when we had our um follow up, you know, we asked like, why did the numbers drop off so much? And yes. the doctor uh said something really is- interesting. She said, you know, your egg. There's always a question around my egg. My egg quality, like. We don't know, this is an unknown, we don't know what it's like. We don't know if it's a contributing factor to the miscarriages or not. So we only know what to do with IVF. Um, but
2: right. it's not,
0: it's my opinion is great. Like the having 21 mature was great. And she said that after day three is where the sperm takes over the development of the embryo into right. blastocyst, do right. you get it? So, yeah. so yeah. Those, those two are, I guess, cause the sperm chosen was the
1: good sperm. So
2: yeah.
1: If it was the good sperm, then surely you should have had higher numbers. Yes, exactly. I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I don't know but they but said they said that the sperm is the DNA. Can they check the DNA? Do they check the DNA before they choose the sperm? I guess they can't do that. No. So yeah. So you're not going to know until you get to yeah. They yeah. just
0: they eyeball it as,
1: mm. as they with the technology that they have. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 So yeah, that's in this sense, find it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does. So she was like, it's, "We're looking at a, a sperm quality issue." She was like, "With the blood stuff, like we can," saying fine, like we will put you on ketamine. But she's like, "That it kind of just gives us a more rounded picture." Having done this IVF kind of thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess my question before we we, we get cut off at this point, I don't. I think it's actually in ten minutes now. I don't
2: know.
1: Um, hey. <laughs> how 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 i asked um i asked vanessa this question last time how do you deal with the miscarriages because i can't even comprehend that kind of loss you know and i can't Mm. i can't even i just can't even imagine it so to have gone through eight like what is it that what is it number one that you're holding to or that you were holding to what is it that got you through what what resources, or I don't know what tactics. I don't even know how to ask you this question, but how are you still here, <laughs> smiling, <laughs> always smiling? Thank like him. I just think it's so, it's so amazing. I don't know how you do it, and I really just want you to share how you how you come out. Oh, of hi, thank you.
0: You know what? I won't lie. It's been a struggle. Like the me you see now is not the me that is. It's more like the me. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, on this journey, honestly, we're a little mini gynecologist.
2: Um
0: yeah, the me that you see now is more like the me pre June twenty seventeen. Okay. Um and yeah, you because you have to, but I literally I would say from from maybe like November twenty seventeen after the second one through till last year in in August, I was literally very much a shell of the person that I was I was not like if like me now is more like me then plus a bit more wisdom a bit more like yeah confidence, a bit more faith um but the in between was bloody hard like often people when people are telling their stories and things like that like they Oh, thank you. <laughs> they, they, that's they really, nice, say, you, you <laughs> do hit rock bottom, and you do like there were times that were so dark on this on this journey, um, so dark. Um, you know, we just lose faith, in everything. You can't get out of bed. Mm.
2: Um,
0: so that's I do not want it. Like honestly, like <laughs> it's it's taken work to get. Yes, the design my heart strong. You know, it's taken work to get to this to this point. Um, I would say. Um once something shifted after last year I went to the colour conference. It's like I don't know if you know of Hillsong Church. Yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I go to that church and I went to the colour conference. It's a women's conference. And I feel like, yeah, that was May um May 20 last year, 2019. Um, mm-hmm. and that was really amazing. And something I felt something shift after going to that. I was yeah. still struggling, but I did feel something shift um i felt like i i had to like that that right there was where i was meant to be like i had to be there um yeah, yeah. yeah honestly like it can't like but before that it was like i couldn't even couldn't even look at myself in the mirror it was hard um mm-hmm. and then i started to really work on my mindset um i've like lots more prayer lots more yeah. self-care yeah. like um lo- a lot of my mind- mindset work like i listened to this podcast um, SNBC knows um it's Roseanne Austin it's a um it's uh it's called the Fearlessly Fertile podcast and it's amazing it's so good it's just full of lots of stories of women that have gone through similar similar struggles with fertility and have you know really worked on their mindset and then changed things around for themselves and you know for their futures for their families um, so her podcast and her book—it's been amazing. Meditation, um,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, lots, lots, and lots of little different things. Lots of um, self-help type books. Yeah. Um, yeah. do you
1: see counsel with anybody else?
0: Interesting question. So um, I, I have, I've been, I've done. I'm a psychologist. I've like done lots of counselling. Anyway. Yeah. Mostly because I've suffered with anxiety as long mm. as I can remember, like mm. literally since I was little. Um, mm. So I um, can you still see me? Okay, by the way, because my light lo- is getting dark. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I can see you. Probably. Yeah,
0: okay. Um, uh, yeah, so I've I've had CBT quite a few times.
2: Um, yes. It helped
0: me at the time with those specific issues. I did have um, some counseling after my fourth miscarriage because i was just
2: it was awful
0: yeah i had some counseling that helped at the time but nothing really gave me a long-lasting sort of change only when i started to do a lot of work for myself then it then it helped
1: yeah i think that's also um i think i also believe in timing so when your spirit Mm -hmm. is ready to receive or to change yeah it doesn't matter what you do if if your spirit isn't ready to do it, then so true. Mm. Yeah, but,
2: wow. yeah. Wow. I really agree. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So definitely, your faith is a big part. Of oh yeah,
2: that.
0: hence okay. faith-led fertility. I changed. I changed that. Um, I changed that handle. I think maybe November. I can't remember. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I was journeyed to baby A before that. <laughs> oh. Yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah wow okay cool i think we've got five minutes i think okay cool um so i'll just ask you a quick question um how long before okay so how long did it take you to 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 speak to other people about this
0: uh other people like friends or
1: like professional professional. no no not professional so people outside the, the 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 science world like you know friends family i don't know colleagues or um, you I, told my, I told my mom
0: straight away, um, because yeah. like I tell her everything. Obviously, I, obviously my my um my husband as well. Yeah. Um, because yeah. he's going so, through hi, it
1: with me. Maybe hang tried on that question because that might be longer. But I was going to ask you: Do you think men get left out of this conversation? Totally, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in, oh, I don't know what's happened here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In what? In what sense? um like basically the the testing the
0: like yeah yeah, like that that they they were completely left out of that like they every appointment I went to with with um with Jeff like they were kind of just like you're right and then just proceeded to carry on speaking to me for the whole time um Mm -hmm. like they forget that the man is like half of this equation kind of thing yeah and also um thinking about their well-being like men's well-being around this as well like we have okay we've got like forums that we can go on not everyone yeah. takes takes you know you know the opportunity to do that but it's more of a female thing isn't it there really doesn't seem to be a place for men to to no. share their thoughts about this I mean insta's good but
1: yeah but even I don't know if, you, if it's the same for privately but on my form or even actually on all the letters we've had about IVF I'm the patient. It's not we're not patients together. Which for me is like that's well, I wouldn't be here if I, if I wasn't. Maybe I would be, but I'm saying he's part of the, he's part of this thing. So every time they're like, oh no, we need to speak to the patient. I'm like, yeah, he is a patient. She's like, no, you, he isn't. You're the patient. Everything says Nancy Kalelo Duve or Martin. Sorry, that's my previous yeah. surname. I don't know why I said that, but yeah, everything <laughs> has my on it. The letters come to me. I have to get the calls it's not him none of that which to me is mind-blowing it's like how crazy. how is this it doesn't make sense but could yeah. just sit there and lay an egg like a chicken <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: like
0: that's how they they um treat. your ex really struggled see, I see that so i hate it. that yeah. because it's, men really struggle and then then and what did your like how did your ex cope um yeah. let us know um But yeah, how, it's,
1: it's... how how are you? And I also think, especially when there's a male factor, we we have to speak to our men. Yeah, even if they don't want to. Like I, sometimes I literally just sit down with him and just talk about it. Not in a way that's like I'm asking you questions, but just you know, just so he doesn't feel or doesn't internalize any feelings about anything. Or because if we're not having the conversation, I don't know what he's thinking. He doesn't know what I'm thinking. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, and as the consultant was addressed to her and her husband, I don't know why. I, it's very strange. Oh, letters are me, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, how do you get your husband involved in the whole thing? I talked. He's he's quiet. He's
0: like a typical guy. Like he's quiet about his thoughts about how he's feeling. He kind of just he's very happy and also, and he just puts a smile on his face. So, like. Yeah. I didn't know he's finding something difficult like when we were like when we we're in like the real trenches of it like when you know I talked about that time it was really dark like he was trying to like cheer me up and I was very yeah. conscious of that I was like oh actually but you need cheering up as well like but yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh he kept it all oh. in that is crazy there really needs to be something that is out exactly. there for me around this like the like the fertility community uh, community everything around fertility infertility like it's very hush hush it's very like it talk about it enough i think yeah. women are starting to do it more but men yeah. definitely need
1: to it's like, a long way i think for men. absolutely safe space. that's why for me it's such a big thing to create that safe space between me and him yeah i, I if if because I, I find that when when we're talking about it more he's more comfortable to bring it up with other people Mm. I I'm like, I'm with his work colleagues and i'm just like oh wow okay and he's explaining all these kind of things but i think wow. we've just we've not made a fuss of it you know we've not been like oh we can't can't tell anybody we've not we've yeah. just been very this is Open. our situation and we're going to deal with it together yeah we've got 57 seconds remaining hey, hey, hey. all right should we should we log off now and then log back yeah in? and then we'll come back please rejoin guys if you want to continue the conversation there's a lot more questions i have for <laughs> all right i'll try
0: and speed up my answers in it <laughs>
1: yeah i want to ask you an aside whilst people rejoin um what is hyperfertility? ah good question Hyperfertility.
0: so that is um i think they call it like uh, they like to call it an un- unfussy uterus thank you yes. i don't know who that was to but i'm gonna t- i'm gonna say it was both of us thank you <laughs> laugh. <be pretty>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i it's It's termed a, a unfussy uterus, so basically if you have hyperfertility, it sounds like a great thing, but it's really not um and that can be why people with in our situation like high DNA fragmentation have um had so many like pregnancies that weren't were not normal sort of embryos um and that's because the uterus has a um finds it difficult to um reject. Non-normal embryos, kind of thing. So, you in a normal uterus, or well, I say normal, yeah. but most uteruses will will yeah. um, filter out. So they'll be like, oh, that's not normal to an embryo. Uh-huh. Oh, that's not normal. Oh that's, not normal. Is- oh, that's normal. Like, come, you know, you know, welcome, I kind it. of thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that is a theory. Hmm. It's a no. There's it's a theory and there's research to suggest it. So there's there's lots of research right now going going on about the sort of the uterine microbiome like the uterine like people do like uh, endometrial receptivity analysis and stuff yes. um because okay. it looks at like the receptivity of the uterus um i don't know too much about that but um yeah so basically um mm-hmm. in high fertility um even our ivf consultant was explaining she was like have you ever had a um had a month where you felt like you were pregnant and but you weren't and it was a you just had a period as normal and I was like yeah and she was like sometimes with with uh, this sort of uterus it it almost favors the non-normal embryos and sucks Uh, (laughs) so she part of my treatment protocol is to she's gonna do some stuff to make my uterus more like more welcoming to the normal embryo do you get it yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> that's cool. Like
0: literally when whenever we have our consultations, I feel like I'm in a science class.
1: <laughs> it's fascinating. It's so fascinating. I'm always telling like my mom's so obsessed with oh, what do they say? What she it's I just think there's nothing more fascinating to me than what happens between man and woman out I- I just yeah anyway the whole thing for me is just like wow and I always just think man this is god at work like there's just yeah. no other way to you know,
0: made so. progress from from when this whole IVF thing started yeah. To now yeah that's it
1: okay so next question mm-hmm. um you said you told your mom straight away mm and were there any other people you told yeah so
0: like my friends are like um like some of my best friends that I'm I'm so easy to read so people know when I'm happy they know when I'm upset so yeah. we talk I have a, like a lot of my friends I speak to every day but and one of yeah. these is like my two best friends and I just wasn't speaking in the chat for a really long time and they were like right. what's wrong so I just yeah. I told them uh, and that was the first, like literally the first uh, loss I had I just told them. But okay.
1: yeah. And, and um you have any feelings about telling people or?
0: No. Um I would say mm, I had I didn't want to. Um but at that time I kind of felt I like I just needed someone to speak to. But I didn't yeah, I didn't want to because I didn't want to be pitied i don't Mm. i don't like that i don't like that feeling at all i'm not available for pity i don't like it (laughs) i'm like yeah yeah. yeah, because people go through stuff isn't it like i i'd much prefer what is it people say like i much prefer like empathy over like sympathy Mm.
2: Yeah. So I didn't yeah, want
0: yeah. people, and luckily I didn't. I think there was one person I did get it from, and I don't really talk to her about my journey, and not not because she's not completely well meaning. It's just that it like that feeling of like oh, poor yeah. you feels like, a bit. I know. To Me, yeah. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I I was thinking about this before I we started the, the live, and one of my friends, she's twenty weeks pregnant
2: mm.
1: now, but she she rang me to tell me, and I. I wasn't even triggered I was because I was like she doesn't pity me that's why she's telling me because I feel like if she did if she pitied me she wouldn't have told me because a lot of people have said things like oh I didn't want to tell you because you're going through blah 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 and I'm like you're yeah 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 but different things of like oh we just didn't want to tell you about this because you're going through this and I'm like I understand where you're Mm -hmm. coming from but that's not actually what I need yeah I didn't want people to be like tiptoeing or not telling me things because they think i'm i'm struggling with something like that's if we're friends especially i just want you to be the same yeah i want my friends that's actually what i want yeah so when she told me i just i was like oh my gosh i'm so i I didn't even tell her but i was like i'm so i was so happy she told me because i was like it means she doesn't pity me yeah yeah sometimes you just want people to be normal with you and not like i mean I mean, make no mistake, it is hard to hear, like, about a pregnancy. Oh, yeah, 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 it's,
2: but yeah.
0: But you don't, you don't... I think it's probably, like you said, it's harder if you feel like they're, like, keeping it from you because they know
2: yeah. it's, uh, like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if I'd found that, other, like, a different way, I would have I been really offended.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, but, I mean, well, obviously... Good told me I was a bit I had to deal with my own emotions about it and I was just like but I was happy for her but it, it's hard but I was going to ask you a question about that like how do you feel when your friends or have you had any friends who've gotten pregnant in that time and how does that feel or even and, even when you see people with babies during during just, we'll call it the dark uh,
0: period during the dark period it was really 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 hard um, I had a friend, bless her. Um, she she announced her her second uh, pregnancy at me and Jeff's first uh, wedding anniversary gathering. This was after I'd had two miscarriages, and she was like, "I'm pregnant," and I was like,
1: "Oh my god!" And that
0: was like during like the beginning of the dark period. So I was I did not deal well with that. I was like. Mm -mm. but obviously fine now I love her she's my friend and both her babies are cute and yeah they're like my little my little nephews but it was that was really hard um what else I during you know when I said I saw a counsellor after my fourth loss I Mm -hmm. had a really horrible experience where we went to um Jeff's one of Jeff's good friends his 30th and his wife like literally soon as like as soon as they got married they've been like popping up kids here there and everywhere Uh, when I went to that that birthday and I saw her like there were so many pregnant people there and I saw her and she was also pregnant I was like what is this like baby baby? come on yeah like
2: I know
0: so that was yeah that that was hard I think my cousins had a had a baby um and I've seen her kids she's one of the people that are kind of like little bit iffy about whether to tell me she was like really worried about telling me um but it's like it's calm like it's yeah it's been fine i think i'm just trying to think of any announcements since then like whenever i like make no mistake like this fertility journey this whole like recurrent miscarriage whatever like it is like it's trauma isn't it and it does cause PTSD so i often see like lots of people in this community online and stuff when they see hear a pregnancy announcement or like even when someone's like even for me when someone's like oh I've got to I've got to um I've got to tell you something and you your your heart ultimately jumps to like oh my god it's, yeah. a, it's a pregnancy yeah.
2: it's very yeah, yeah.
0: real yeah it's yeah. really and then you yeah. have to sort of check yourself and be like okay calm it's fine like because what what you then realize is so, somebody else's pregnancy doesn't it's there's there's abundance like we live in an abundant you know, universe, like there is so much joy. There's enough joy for everyone. Um. So, one person's pregnant. Say that
1: again. You have to remind yourself of that. It's really hard. Yeah. I remember that when I was really struggling with this, someone at work told me they were pregnant and I, I just couldn't help it. And I, I was like, oh, I'm so happy. But I just started crying.
2: Yeah. And then
1: I think she was a bit like, um, she didn't know, obviously. I think she was a bit like, what's going on here? But I was, I was crying. I was happy for her. But I was just like, "Come on, she's she's only just started trying like three months." Oh. ago. what's going on here? You know? Yeah, and I just started crying, and I I think oh. she understood later on because I told her later on. But at the time, yeah. I was just. And so for me, at the beginning, or when I was struggling before I I was open about this, I just I I, I think I struggled more because I was, it was hiding it, not hiding yes. it, because nobody else knew. Yes, you know, but once once I started speaking about it but also IVF has got a thing of releasing those because you're doing something about it do you know what I mean like there's there's yeah. a plan
2: in place yeah <laughs> so, I
1: feel
0: that too yeah, actually. yeah, there's
1: yeah. A about it. that's so weird um because you're there isn't this time thing there is because you've got plans but there isn't like you've got to be pregnant yesterday
0: yeah you know? That's, and that's Good. that's a big reason as to why I just kept like battering my body, like just come on, like, come yeah. on, come on, come on, because I was like, yeah. I was like really focused on the timeline. I was like, I really wanted yeah. to be before thirty, like, and now I'm thirty. It's like I didn't, I didn't blow up, I didn't self destruct. I'm here. I
2: know exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, When I to move on because this, this conversation is so natural that I think we're getting lost in just. Uh... <laughs> yeah but yeah okay so there are studies that show that black women have a more negative experience of fertility care would you agree and what has been your experience here in the UK especially doing it privately
0: I would agree only because I know those statistics and I've read some of I've not read some of those studies but I've read some articles and it it says a lot like I know that like even I know that there's some harrowing statistics about black women in labor and what what can happen after like the mm-hmm. yeah um my personal experience has has largely been good um mm-hmm. apart from dr shahata who he's he's not very nice Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, like it's not i wasn't the only one to experience that so i didn't mm-hmm. take it like yeah <laughs> smbc did you see dr shahata as well um please let me know because yeah you
1: i th- could see the same people i think
0: yeah, yeah. i think so um yeah um i he was he he basically the first time i saw him imagine i've been waiting five months to see him and i built up this mm-hmm. hype about seeing him and he basically when i told him he was very like cold clipped clinical poor bedside manner type oh. thing yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and when i got to um when i got there it was september and in the august before i'd obviously gone to
1: coventry <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't worry i'll dm,
1: DM you <laughs> i was actually surprised at said his name i'm like gosh you were gonna come for me on this
0: <laughs> nah man i have to expose him he's he's been on like <laughs> he's been on the tv and everything um day. okay
1: okay, okay. Um,
0: yeah he's, he's very big in this this whole whole game um yeah and yeah so when but i what told him that was wrong for you when i told mm-hmm. him um that he had um that i'd gone to coventry and i he was like yes i know of um dr quemby's research and it's already i worked with them it's already been shown that the uterine lining that doesn't matter basically berated me for having having had the audacity to see another doctor apart from him even wrote it he even wrote it in a letter like yeah he was like he she he do- he thinks he's god. exactly he thinks he's god um so he was like he was like if you are seeing someone Right, and sorry, seeing other other doctors then i'm gonna discharge you can you imagine
1: wait where is he from
0: he's egyptian so like arabic arab egyptian mm.
2: yeah
0: so you can imagine me having built up this hope around this guy and his research and then he's so rude um but yeah yeah it's a it was massive ego massive ego kind of thing but yeah but so like,
1: he's yeah he's in the uk yeah
0: yeah okay yeah. <laughs> what what are you about, like, well <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but apart from that everyone is <laughs> lucky enough to have really nice, nice doctors. Um and they How about
1: need- your nurses?
0: Your nurses. Nurses,
1: yeah, nurses oh,
0: variable um at the clinic. Mm-hmm. Some some are a little bit more like they just want to get on with it, but most mm-hmm. of them at CRGH are very like, you know, chatty and they really try and make okay. you feel welcome.
1: Yeah. I found that sometimes, like you have the ones that are just doing their job, yeah. Because let's face it, it is their everyday job, yes. But they have the ones that are just trying to calm you down, speak to you about random. Like when I go, when I used to go for my scans, yeah. They're just start talking to me about the most random things, but I think they just want me to calm down and yes. just not. Yes, about yes, it, Which it's I, sure, nice. I love to talk. If you talk to me, I'm like, yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, the next question is, in your opinion, why do you think black women or men, at large, do not talk about infertility? I think we've touched on this, but I just, I just want to ask you that specifically. Do you think it's cultural? Do you think it's societal? Is it the individual? Like, what is it? I think... Where, where's the shame, the stigma, all that stuff? Where does it come I from?
0: I think, um, as a whole, struggling with fertility is a very taboo subject um it's like something that a lot of people don't want to speak about and then if they've heard of it like they would have heard of it on tv or something um but I think within the black community I think it's Mm -hmm. even more so like that there's assumptions that that black people like you know they they breed like very easily like they breed like rabbits like they you know yeah. like you know they're very fertile kind of yeah. thing and that's not actually true and I'm I'm sure I think I've I've been reading um oh I love that success is crgh thank
1: you. Do, you do you follow her you need to follow I think her. I fo- I think I do follow her like go, go, go on her page. 'Cause I was crying the other day reading her book. Oh my gosh, to... I need to I right, I read through the whole thing yeah. after this. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Um, yeah. So um I think it's I think it's a bit of the sort of that that thought that we like were so fertile. And I think I read something that actually it's not the um it's not the case. Like, um yeah. black women are yeah. God, I think it's something like black women are more likely to go through um fertility sure. issues and less yeah. likely to say yeah. white yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's crazy to me so I think there's a right. bit of so there's a bit of stigma in that that perception that black women are super right. fertile black people are super fertile and mm-hmm. so then if you're if you you're not matching up to that standard then there must be something really wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so I think yeah. that adds that's to right. it even I think even like um like thinking about my grandma my nana who's like born and raised in Ghana obviously came here in her 20s what she's yeah. like don't tell people like don't do this don't do that don't talk ab-. like she she doesn't want you to talk yeah. about certain things she doesn't want yeah to sort of like yeah. to discuss certain things even good things like she doesn't want evil yeah. eyes on you kind of thing and exactly. that, that can be yeah, very
2: silencing. Yeah, yeah. thing
0: yeah yes hyper
1: fertile yeah yeah you you cool uh, yeah as well as a big yeah. issue yeah yeah and what so in terms of you talking about it now why did you feel compelled to do that um
0: lots of reasons so I know like I'm very much someone that I love to talk <laughs> if you yeah. don't know already <laughs> um <laughs> that's great um, and I love to connect with people. And I feel like there is a, Sorry, there's a real...
1: million billion dollar PGDs, baby. baby, I baby. When I <gasps> but the thing is, wow. this is, this is real stuff. Like, this stuff happens. Wow.
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh. But yeah. I bet your mum is, like, loving her, like, grandkid. You know? Kids. Wow, that's crazy. What What is your yeah. mum's background? I'd be keen to, keen to know. <laughs> um yeah. let us know let us yeah know. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah why am i speaking openly about this lots of reasons like like i really do believe like as a psychologist as well i'm like community is powerful like speaking so yeah you can speak up and connect with people that are going through a similar issue to you is so powerful mm-hmm. like i've mm-hmm. i felt that i, I kind of jumbled ah uh, Niger- nigerian okay okay cool i
1: was going to say nigerian but i didn't want to
0: say <laughs> <Nonny>. <laughs> um oh hi oh okay hi vanessa yeah. um yeah so he's going to be on a live
1: by the way in a couple of weeks million dollar Hmm. yay
0: i'll be tuning in um cool. yeah so I think that the the whole community aspect of things is why I I felt I stumbled across baby center. Then I joined. Yeah. Um, and then I met, uh, Jesse who's wild ride. Mm. I don't know if she's on here, but she was like po- posting about this earlier. Um, yeah. and he told me about the Instagram TTC community. Um, okay. and so I, that's when I joined, this isn't actually my, um, my uh normal <laughs> this isn't my normal handle so I do have another personal Instagram so I started off very much anonymous um mm-hmm. so I kind of just wanted to like just be very like quiet about the whole thing um okay. but why was that for you because I didn't want people to like I didn't want people to stumble across and like just kind of there is a sort of I, I did I definitely had a fear like Seeing people that I hadn't seen in ages, just them being like, "How are you? How's married life?" and me knowing that that question, oh, yeah. like, when are the babies coming? It's just like people just yeah. really feel. So I didn't want those kind of people to stumble across my face on a page and then be then be like, mm-hmm. "Do you know what I mean?" When I don't talk to them, kind of thing. Like I don't like they're not people that I I see every day or like speak to every day. Um, yeah. the people that need to know know kind of thing. So that's yeah. why. I wasn't sure. But um, like. Brené Brown talks about I love her work she talks about like stories being so powerful like people like literally we are wired like we're wired for story we're wired for people telling their stories learning from each other's stories kind of thing and so I think that um seeing seeing people on Baby Center talking was helpful because there are so many so I used to trawl through those pages at the craziest times looking at all these success stories but also like as well as success stories it's, it's nice to have people that are still going through it and, and learn what they're doing to, to keep going through yeah. it. This is like a marathon, I guess, not a sprint. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I think there's power in seeing people, seeing people that have come out the other side, but also people that are still sort of in the trenches and where I... they're learning to sort of thrive and learning to, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. and I found Vanessa's page. Um, I, I think before I even made an Insta TTC account, I, I can't remember how or when, I just stumbled across it and I was like wow like she's so amazing like she's talking about like, this is a girl she looks like me she's gone yeah like yeah. she's like um
1: she yeah yeah yeah
0: like, she's she's similar age and she's she's gone yeah. IBS stuff because I don't think before I saw her pain I don't think I'd seen anyone like from, from anyone certainly anyone from the UK but I don't. Yeah, talking about this and that was black. You know, it was yeah. lots. Of, like there is a like the TTC community I'm a part of. It's like everyone in the T yeah. so You got some black people. You got lots and lots of white ladies. You have got some Asian yeah. ladies. It's like, but I like there weren't lots of black ladies
1: doing it. So I thought, and so you yeah. know, it's I'm nice really to see glad people like that. Are. Really that. I'm not just saying... What's I'm that? Glad. But I'm glad you said that because I want Vanessa to know that I wasn't just saying it last week. Like yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. It's inspiration. Even
0: you, Nonny, like I found your page like, in the first kind of few um, mm-hmm. weeks of, I don't know, I think early on in me having started this account and I saw yeah. how open you're being and that, that definitely inspired me to put my face on my account. <laughs> oh, that's yeah.
2: great.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, no, I agree with everything that you're saying about seeing yourself in... And other people and I also think with fertility or unfertility it's um it's such a unique experience yeah. so people who are not going through it are not going to get it that's that's just something that I've learned and I've accepted they can't because they're not going through it you know people who've had kids or people who are not trying to have kids or and I know they can offer you support but in terms of just getting it like yeah. I can say something to you and you just get it I don't have Absolutely. to give you the whole explain because I mean <laughs> and because this you know you just get it and I think there's so much power in in that, and which is why the whole thing finding Vanessa on on social media, a black person, an African person, going through this stuff, like mm. seeing yourself in any journey, in any struggle, is a big thing. Yes. visibility for me is the biggest thing. So I, I agree with you completely. That um, so actually, in, on that, who was your role model besides like maybe even a celebrity? Like who did you know that was Going through something like this, or is it was it Vanessa that you first found? Like who which black
0: woman? I know, I know, like in the sort of celebrity world, Gabrielle Union, I know she had it, she had a very unconventional story to her yeah. baby. She was but like I think I remember seeing her journey. I think when she had her little baby Caviar, like when she was born, I was like, Wow, like look at her, because she's like someone that I was like, Oh my gosh, she's like but she's body goals, like, she's, like, success goals. Yes. Like, she's just amazing. And she seems like a lovely person. And to learn that she had been struggling with... She had lots of miscarriages, I think. She had um, yeah. adenomyosis or something like that. Um, so, yes, she was a big... I was like, wow, like, this is someone that looks like me that's also gone through yeah. this through and, you know, has... Yeah. Yeah, found a way.
1: Okay. Good. I, I wish you knew how many people... Reference her when it comes to this stuff. I know. Okay, so with IVF now, Mm. um, I mean, I think you knew you were going to go for IVF because you wanted to go for it. Yes. Okay, but even with that, even with that, were you afraid in any way? Um, It's hard to ask this question, but like, what? What were your what was your perception of IVF before you went into it and then once you were in it like what was your experience like what what feelings what um what takeaways so far have you got from it what realities what surprises perception about IVF
0: I I don't think I think it probably evolved over
2: time (laughs) I think from seeing lots of people on forums talking about um oh you've okay
0: you lost signal there you back oh yeah I'm back yeah yeah um yeah before I um like really started looking into it it sounded scary um I'd heard about um OHSS and I was like oh my gosh (laughs) it sounded Mm -hmm. terrifying so and that's part of the reason I first started looking at create because I was like it's it's more gentle (laughs) um So yeah um so I think I was scared to start Mm -hmm. with and not not before we decided to go for it I think I was just really hesitant around it for a really long time but then when we decided that was after the like my um the you know the last miscarriage I had um and it kind of just felt like okay well you know what this is what we need to do to get Mm -hmm. our baby and it's and it's not because um it's obviously because we needed the PGS. So the PGS is the main reason we went to IVF, I, IVF yeah, yeah. It. But yeah, you yeah, obviously yeah. can't do PGS without doing mm. the whole IVF thing. So, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and experience of it, um, I think once I got into CRGH and I saw everything and I met our consultant, I actually felt quite excited. Like, I was, like, really – I was really excited to, like, start and go for it. Yeah um i'd i'd but it's because i'd had that break i think if i hadn't had the break and i'd gone straight from the loss in august into ivf Mm. i would not have been ready um yeah i had to take that time out for myself because i'd literally effectively been pregnant on and off for two years um so i had
1: to like i had to stop like That's, that's the point actually so you're um Eight miscarriages were in a space of two years. Yes. Okay. that's, that's important. Secondly, your break was that your choice.
2: Yes. Or did they do no,
1: my choice. My. I think I think that's really important because I think if anyone's going through this, just knowing that you can take, take maybe should take a break. I took a break when COVID nineteen happened, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Literally. Oh wow. I've just been kinder to myself in that way. So I think it's so amazing that you actually chose to take the
0: break yeah. because you
2: really,
1: you, you needed it.
2: Yeah.
0: And if yeah. you think about when you're trying to conceive, like you're you really, you're monitoring what you're eating and drinking. You're like, can't do this, yeah. can't do that. Yeah. can't do, Like yeah. literally you just stop living kind of thing once you get so that's regimented true. around it. So I was like, really? I just need to live my life. I
1: know. Yeah. Oh, trust yeah. Me. I get you completely. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. C-19, although... I cried my eyes out when I found out we had to stop, but oh, I was just like, you know, I can get back to doing things that I just normally do anyway. Like I go back to running because they told me I couldn't run. Yes, um, just enjoying a glass of wine. Absolutely. Um, I think it's, it's, it's Elizabeth,
0: yeah, it's definitely, you need to just try and breathe and have a normal life. Yeah,
1: you do, you do, because you, your life just, I did feel that my I had paused my life a little bit, and yes. it was it was based around trying to have a baby and. Yeah. Oh I can't travel because you know blah blah blah.
2: Yes holidays things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so many things and oh no I can't do that because you know and, and I just yeah, so I, I do I do like what you just said about taking a break mm-hmm. and mind, and bottom
0: soul break. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to reply to one of the comments. So one of the comments said, um Um, for me there's a fear of the wrong people knowing I don't want to people to talk about my fertility struggles as gossip and i used to feel like that oh and- i can't see oh okay i can see that oh you go up if you scroll up yeah. oh lord oh okay. and there's a quote that i found in response to that and I, i'm just going to read it and that mm-hmm. this was part of this quote was part of my first ever post about this and it reads if i have to be the poster child i will become that poster child poster child to get women to talk about their struggle at one time my fear was talking because i didn't want people to gossip about to gossip about me now my fear is women not talking i love that and I, was just like, I love exactly.
2: that where yeah. is
1: that from it's there's this woman she when i was doing research on um black infertility um she came up in someone's blog so i don't know whether she's done work on this but her quote was in there and i was just like this is the most this is what i needed to read at the time anyway, amazing but, I'll send you her name and yeah, yeah She send send website, on. I think. Actually, she, she, she actually does work on this I think so. Yeah, I'll send you oh, her website. Yes. Even like, I don't know if you've read Michelle Obama's book. Apparently, um, she
2: yeah, I yeah.
1: not even know. She had she
0: she struggled with conceiving, and she had IVF. Sasha yeah. and Malia. Um, but she was like when she had she I think she had I can't remember she she had she had one miscarriage. Um, but then she's mm-hmm. like, when she when she spoke to people about it, like loads of these people, like that were her friends and relatives, were like, yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me
1: too. And she was like, let exactly.
0: to talk about this.
1: Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need to talk about it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about because you're having IVF, but it, it's actually MC. Isn't it? I knew you were going to ask me this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is Okay, so first I want to say IVF is when you get the sperm and the eggs and put them together in a dish, and they do the thing on their own, right? Mm -hmm. MC, what I'm having, me and my husband are having, is when, or had, is when they take the eggs and they take each sperm, one sperm, a good sperm, and inject it directly into the eggs. Yeah. Now, what is MC? Because when you told me, I was like, I've never heard of that. Listen,
0: (laughs) I hadn't. For all of that, I got to a point. I think part of my TTC break included a break in researching as well, because I was for two years yeah. I was researching and researching and researching and learning all of the things about like fertility yeah. and all of the different uh, techniques and treatments and all of this stuff um and all of the recurrent miscarriage stuff. But I just needed a break from that, so I actually hadn't heard of this until we met our consultant at CRGH and um she said like because of the fragmentation we will need to uh, we're like we're not because before it was um the urologist that we saw Dr Ramsey said we should do ICSI um and I was like okay we're gonna do ICSI like I looked it up and then when we got to our consultant she was like we're gonna do IMSI or PIMSI and so we actually had PIMSI and look I tried to look it up but I was like <laughs> so I had to look it up so you're gonna ask me about it today um so basically it it's like a it's a uh it's Ixy, but on like a microscopic they, they really magnify uh whatever their lens is to look at the sperm and select it so basically I've got okay. it um and it's, do- it's specifically done for um dna fragmentation so it's a it's a high power okay. mic- light power microscope they did it digitally enhance the image of the sperm to select mm-hmm. it they look at the structure of it and the motility um okay pimsy which is what we had it's um it's a, it's a mixture of pixie and Imzy, and it involves putting like the sperm in this like um, this uh, sort of substance, and it looks okay. at how it moves through this substance, and if it moves well enough, then then they magnify it and they look at it and select it, then inject it into the egg. Oh wow! <laughs>
2: it's
1: crazy, some mad hat of science. <laughs> Honestly, it's just so wild. It's really incredible. Yeah, it is. It really is. So that's so you said it's specifically used for DNA fragmentation. Yeah, you? yeah. Whereas ICSI, because when we had
0: the, uh, the DNA fragmentation result, um, my husband had it done twice. So the first time it was 40%. Then, after we saw the urologist implemented certain things like diet yeah. changes, yeah. like supplements um, and the antibiotics, um, it yeah. went down to 35%, which is good, um, okay. like a good improvement, but it's still outside of the range for successful ICSI um and so I didn't I was like oh I don't know what to do with this kind of thing <laughs> thank yeah. you I've been I've been reading a lot <laughs> um yeah like, stuff. don't know what to do with this kind of thing but luckily yeah. like CRGH have obviously developed this this way of right. doing things for DNA fragmentation which is is good yeah that's, that's
1: really cool okay and this question is for my husband yes um, i like to do it to have to, to add one question yeah um so, I'm just going to read it the way he told me. What okay. are your feelings about assisted conception and that this is your journey? Any resentment towards yourself or your body or God? Do you feel any way about the fact that with IVF conception, IVF conception actually happens outside of your body? Do you have any ill feeling feelings about the fact that it will take the intervention of science for you to have your baby? The fact that there isn't that surprise element, you know, all I mean, I don't know, however you interpret that question. Yeah. I think having gone through what we've
0: been through, all of the like the miscarriages and stuff, I think like I'm just happy that there is still like something yeah. that we that can be done about this kind of thing. Yeah. Like I'm not left Fair. to because I actually I approached um NHS to do IVF and they said I put I posted the letter on my on my grid and they were like yeah. no because it's not a fertility problem like just keep trying <laughs> that's how I read the letter I was like this is stupid um, I can't believe it, yeah so it. no I feel grateful that I I have you know me and my husband are able to do this like like privately mm-hmm. and yeah. we, can, we can do this so. I and in terms of like the that it's happening outside of my body, I feel I I said to um Jeff, I was like, Yeah, we were just paying for really expensive like babysitters for really, really tiny babies. (laughs) Um yeah, um but yeah, like I think I think that in terms of like resenting my body and stuff, I think because before i knew we before we knew like it was a mostly male factor issue obviously i've got the blood clotting thing which is something to consider but the main issue was the the sperm and like making the those blastocysts from an early stage i think before i knew that and it took me a really long time to obviously even consider it considering like how long it it took for me to be like look babe go and get a test kind of thing in that in that stage yeah there was a lot of resentment towards my body and stuff um Mm -hmm and some yeah some resentment to god i tried to like push that down and just like you know when you try to like pray and pray and pray but yeah Yeah. definitely some resentment but like then in in the when i was feeling at my sort of lowest type type of thing um but yeah which is why i felt like the whole like working on my mindset was essential because like yeah yeah, there's only one of us like there's only we get one body like we have to it gets us from a to b like it wakes you know Mm -hmm. god wakes us up in the morning like that like you know like you have to you have to love you whether only like this i'm not gonna like body hop into someone else like kind of thing like so you have
2: to be yeah 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 Yeah.
0: so now like i'm i'm gonna love like every inch of myself type of thing
1: yeah no that's great that's amazing okay i I just wanted to prize element as well yeah oh yeah oh yeah i
0: was just sure. gonna say the only thing is that there's n- there's no naivety in getting pregnant yeah that that no. so that's the i feel not not resentful but a bit wistful of like people that have never been pregnant before and then or and also never struggled with fertility and stuff and just like oh wake up i'm pregnant Woo! and then like then they get to yeah. the end of that and with a with a baby and they haven't had any complications yeah. or anything yeah
1: yeah i saw a video um, maybe it was probably last year yeah of someone who'd found out they were pregnant and they they were telling their husband
2: oh and I was
1: and I started crying because I was actually happy for the person that's the truth but then mm-hmm. also I was just like I can't do this because we will have a day when they will tell us to take mm-hmm. the test mm-hmm. we'll so I can't just sit him down and say I know. Oh, you know yeah. and i i really i had to let go but i for a while it bothered me so much yeah. that I, we i wouldn't have that moment but then like you say ivf gives us an opportunity that might not happen otherwise yeah. you know because yeah. my our our um, consultant said to us the chance of you um conceiving spontaneously which is naturally are very slim but with ivf your chances are good so for wow. me that is my that is my chance. So yeah. I just, I'm glad that I, I have that. And number yeah. two, the fact that I can have it on the NHS, which I know isn't your yeah. story, but yeah. I just, I just, yeah, no, really... you got to take it. <laughs> yeah. And you get like I mean... three rounds or something like that. That's, That's mad. That is like gold dust. <laughs> I actually wanted to say something because just for people who are watching, you couldn't do NHS because you do fall pregnant. Women. Yeah. Is that right?
0: Well, yes. yeah, but like I, um, oh yeah i know i know i t- yeah um t t c journey rpl we have also a uh, very, very similar story um okay. yeah like honestly i think i think i was referred i don't think they what they said was correct i think that yeah. they were just trying to save money i don't know um but
1: yeah i knew a girl here who's had miscarriages I think she's had the third one now and they referred her and I asked it literally two days ago whether it's NHS or not and she said yeah she's getting yeah. three signs yeah I think but uh, I think it's that different town or city whatever yeah diff- um, yeah yeah I, I could have fought it I think I could have
0: but I just didn't want to I was like no I would just want to like
1: that's an added thing though isn't
0: it you yeah know. like yeah I yeah, kind of have to pick your battles
1: yeah exactly okay so my next question is, um, and I ask this because of my own feelings about it, but after Vanne- the live with Vanessa, yeah. I'm really trying to change my mind on this or my mindset, yeah. like you're Yeah. So um, do you imagine, or have you imagined yourself being a mother? Like with everything you've been through, do you still have this, like, I don't know, do you daydream about it? Do you think about it? Do you, Have you bought things? um do you save pictures of I don't know your baby's nursery or like you know all that like do you is that something that you practice this kind of visualization of what you're going to be as a mother or do you just absolutely okay but
0: I will tell you it's a new thing so as I said like part of my sort of work on my mindset has involved more visualization and things like that because like before it was like in that sort of well we're calling it the dark period in that time it yeah. was really hard to think about it without getting really anxious or yeah. thinking something you know or or thinking I was even jinxing it by thinking thinking it um yeah I couldn't even yeah I couldn't even let myself hope um especially mm-hmm. even when I was like like it started a, like a pregnancy or whatever um yeah but part of that mindset work um inv- it was literally like you must visualize, you must, because we are like, there's even, I I read a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza um, called um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And he um, talks, it's a great book. I definitely recommend it. Um, I read it on Audible. I think it'd probably be quite dense to read, like cover to cover, but if you, yeah. But um, there's research to show that athletes that rehearse like sports, their sports stuff, their sports strategy in their mind, yeah. um, when when there's brain scans done while they're rehearsing it like fmris and stuff the same areas that are lighting up in their brain when they're visualizing it is the same areas that would light up when they're actually on the playing field
2: similarly yeah.
0: um there's stuff around um like pe- pl- people rehearsing piano same thing they rehearse the how to do it in their minds the same areas of the brain light up um as yeah, when they're actually yeah. playing it and yeah. um yeah so it's it's not it's not like like heebie-jeebie woo-woo stuff like it's it's mind there's a powerful mind-body connection like what feed our mind the picture and that's I and before I um like sort of discovered this I hadn't done a vision board or anything but I have now and I've just got lots of pictures up it's it's up there um I've got lots of that I've just um selected about doing a vision board and like yeah really like visualizing how because we think like we think in pictures so why not flood your 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 brain with positive images of what you want to see
1: i love that i <laughs> love that so much like all this stuff is really making me think like gosh i'm so pessimistic but i'm not really but i think like i wear we'll out maybe oh oh that was- no, thank you for joining us um oh, no. but like I said last week, I think I just do it to protect myself, but I'm yeah. really trying to change that because, like I said last week, uh, I saw a guy at a fertility festival, and he was like, "How you think is 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 how you influence your cells because the space is between our cells, so the cells might do the the bit that says that science says, you know, yeah. but the spaces in between are either God or the intangible, whatever, yes. and you speak to your to your body through those spaces, so. You know I'm really trying to just channel like yeah kind of it of takes thinking. practice it takes
0: practice yeah if you, if you think about it if you go back to when you're a little girl like how many times mm-hmm. we daydream about something like we do it it's so natural for humans to do that like
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's true that's true okay um so yeah so this question gets asked a lot mm-hmm. um People ask me all the time as well. But I wondered whether you've considered other options beyond IVF. Like, um have you not even considered, but have you thought about um other avenues or is that something yeah. that's even on your radar? Like, you know, like where are you beyond yeah. IVF? Um, so
0: I, you know, I believe like like just like SNBC said earlier, like that that desire in my heart is strong. Like I wanna be a mum. And I think like you know, I think I'll be a good mom, and my husband will be a really good dad, and so our energies are sort of um, fully. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, energies are you know fully focused on us having our own child. But yeah, like especially after mm. our loss um, in in the August last year, we did think think say about you know what what would you do kind of thing, and we we said you know we would um we would you know con- consider like donor sperm donor eggs like yeah. in adoption like but we like right now we are you know for our energies are focused on um okay. on IVF and having our our own yeah. body. but you know we'll, we'll hopefully see see where the journey
1: goes so so the, so you are open to other options yeah you, you're not like no sorry no i'm not closed off to it yeah yeah that's that's good i think that's good but that's that's not your portion in Jesus name, yeah I yeah, we'll focus on what we're going through now yeah okay,
2: cool yeah that's,
1: that's, um okay, and um my final question, but I might have some more yeah Is cool that, um can joy be found in infertility or or infertility um what what good do you feel comes out of it, and what good has come out for you, or what has what has been? what has come to light that you think wouldn't have come out in a, in a different struggle?
0: You know what? Um, it's a good, it's a good point. Um, it's a good question. Even I think, I don't know if I even mentioned this before, but I, I've always like, I remember you and Vanessa talking, uh, last, uh, week and you were saying, but both, like, I think you had said at one point, I think Vanessa also had said like they, you, you'd had worries about like struggling with fertility, like before, like, Yeah, Yeah, I also had that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I also had that when I was, like, 18. Came out of nowhere, literally nowhere, because I was even still a virgin then. Like, I hadn't even met my husband. Yeah, so that that came out. And so I think that that's always worried me. It's always been a worry in the back of my mind. Um, So I feel like having gone through this, I feel like, okay, I'm I'm staring that fear in the face. I'm like, yeah, what? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of thing. So I think that's something that I have... I had to go through it to be able to over almost sort of overcome that fear to a certain extent. Um, yeah. and that, yeah, I guess in that I've, I've become more bold and my faith has grown and I've beca- I've learned yeah. more things about myself and the world. Yeah. Um, I've connected with like really lovely people like you, like Vanessa, Jesse, yeah. lots yeah. of people on, on here. Like I've yeah. a lot of people, um, yeah. yeah and I think that it will I think that the way I've I've come through this like when I become a mum it will probably change the way that I mother my child because
1: absolutely. I'm a different person absolutely yeah. I agree with that I agree with that so much so someone's just written same as me I've known since yeah
0: 15. yeah it's really interesting I've spoken to a lot of people and it's like oh. what is, it? is it a chicken or an egg thing is it like a warning, yeah. like you're gonna have a bit of issues or was it like, we thought it and then so it became? Like, yeah.
1: that's, that's always, that's, what, that's yeah. what I used to feel so bad. Oh my gosh, why did I think that way? Yeah. But it was like a, a warning in a way. I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I don't,
0: There's so many like yeah. unknowns and answers that we probably won't even get in this lifetime, like about exactly. why this, why this was this way or why this happened, but yeah. it's interesting yeah. to reflect on definitely.
1: Does anybody else have any more questions? I know people always have questions and I might have missed some.
0: How is it quarter to 9? How?
2: I know. Ah.
1: Um there's something that I missed
0: that um, I wanted to with my infertility and I can't come out. I guess it's a way of protecting myself. What do you guys think about this? Um
1: what do you what do you mean in the
0: closet? Cuz you have a you have a lovely TTC page and you post yourself on it. So when you say in the closet is it like you like Mm. your friends don't know? Is it like your like important people in your family don't know? Like let us know more about that. Um
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I think it's okay. Like you have a TTC page, you're talking to people about it. Like you get to you get to say who gets to know about this journey. Like you can't tell everyone about this journey because not everyone is going to respond in the way that you're going to at that point like noni i'm sure you could can also you'd also agree like you tell people about it but you're not going to speak to everyone about it
2: no
1: not at all and i also think i really want to stress that that decision belongs to you i i think sometimes when people um are talking openly about infertility we can maybe see we can maybe come across as if we're saying everybody should be doing it but that belongs to you yeah even if but you don't want to do it because that's what keeps you at peace, Then mm. you do that. You know, I personally did this because I knew this would give me more peace, and it mm. has done. But for some people, I know that to keep it amongst like between you and your person, or you and your mom, or you and your sister, that might give you the peace that you need. Mm. And
2: because you don't want to do
1: something that's going to give you more anxiety yes. about something. So, so I definitely don't want it to ever come across as if I'm saying yeah. or oh, I'm implying that everybody should talk about it but do what gives you peace for sure and you absolutely you already have a page so I think you're you're connecting with people who are going through it and that's that's everything to me personally. yeah yeah
0: I absolutely agree because it's not for everyone and the last thing you'd want to do is share it with the wrong person and you just have that like oh I shouldn't have said that kind of thing like definitely like listen listen to yourself like you have you you know you've got a, a good you know intuition like listen to yourself yeah. if 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 your intuition is saying oh i really want to share this with this particular person or with these particular yeah. people go yeah. with it and if it's like yeah. if you're nervous to do it um okay listen to why you're nervous are you nervous just because it it's, it's not you? nervous because something's telling you actually yeah. don't speak about it it's very like we can't tell you but i would definitely just go go where your heart takes you kind of thing in terms of who you speak to about this yeah. yeah there are some friends that I have that I don't speak to about this like they yeah. don't ask and I don't yeah. I don't tell kind of thing like my friends mm. that are like my 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 girls even if they're not like I've got some close friends that don't ask about it because I don't know they might feel awkward um they right. know they know about one or two but they haven't asked anything since and I'm not going to volunteer that if information or not
1: what's that, that they do not do you take offence to it? The fact that they don't ask?
0: Or? I, I did for a little while. And then I think I was like, do you know what? It's all right. Cause like the people that are asking, I know that they are really good at like, when people tell them like stuff, that's like, not like la dar da happy as Larry kind of thing. They really know how to deal with that. Well, like, you know, when you tell someone something they can, they can hold your emotions kind of thing. Like they, they've got you. They're not going to be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like that, they're not going to give you. Yeah. To be, they're going to listen yeah. to be like okay, like and they they might be like, well, what do you need me to do? Like, like what do you, need yeah. like? you know? They they're yeah. really like they're good at dealing with tough stuff.
1: I actually want to ask you a question because it came up um after last week's live. One of my friends, she's got a son and mm-hmm. she said to me that I, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've never thought about this. But she said she finds because she's got a son she mm. finds it really difficult to mm-hmm. know. How she can be there for me interesting in a, way, in a way that isn't like putting her her son all up in my face okay and like I think there's just there has to be a bridge between people who have kids already our friends who have kids and and us who are trying to have kids and she was just like I think there's such a disconnect yeah between um both sides so how in your opinion how do you think number one how do you think your friends with children can support you but and also number two how do you think we can how do you think we can meet in the middle where it's not like because I think when you're going through IVF or infertility or whatever you want to call it when someone has a child even if they're not putting it in your face it can feel like it just because they've Mm -hmm. got the child Mm -mm. how, how do we meet in the middle you know god that's a hard
0: one I think it's hard it's it's difficult and I don't think it'll be like a one size fits all for every person I feel like um where I have friendships where like um you know they have a child I feel like it's felt better to me when and they haven't like it's been a mixture like some have talked to me about it but then they give me the whole like I don't have many kids that have uh, like uh, many friends that have kids but um okay yeah I've got couple um and then obviously there's my cousin and she and there's a bit of the whole pity type thing she doesn't want to say too much even when i ask about her, her kids i'm like oh how are they like she's almost, she's yeah. almost like she's to too much i'm like well that's just weird like i so I. Yeah. That is, but I, then i feel like i've got a friend where like she doesn't ask me anything about this but she's not weird with her kids like i can fully go and oh. hire her house and play with her kids and it's not weird like yeah and that's and do you know what like it's really lovely so I think that would be perfect if she if that particular friend was like and how are you and how are like like, she asked me things about me um but like specifically saying you know how are you getting on with this fertility stuff like open questions are great um yeah open questions man um but yeah like and that's the only thing I would improve about that because actually she's not weird about it at all um, and I yeah. think like her kiddies are very much my little they call me Auntie Danica it's so cute, like, yeah, they're like my little cherubs, um so yeah, so yeah. Okay. I think so i mean, I've improved that one by her just saying, you know how how things' are going,
1: and yeah I, I I think people have to be specific also because i've I've had people where they say, So how are you yeah well, I don't know what you're asking me. Are you asking me if I'm good? Isn't this week, this day, has it been okay? Or you're asking me about my 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 journey, my yes! yeah, you Ask me what it is you're
2: asking. Me? Yes, yes, that's because it. Because
1: I I sometimes don't know how to respond because I'm like I don't want to give somebody too much information if they yeah. if that's not what they were asking. Yeah. At the same time, I need to know whether that's what you're asking me. You yeah. So just be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with someone being like, oh, "So how's the IVF going?" Yeah, that's fine that's cool i will tell you as much or as little as i want to tell you absolutely but with that open to like how are you
0: i could literally be like great great weather we've got here exactly (laughs)
1: Exactly. well this is it so yeah yeah. i think with the friends thing i I mean the other question i was going to ask you was whether you feel do you feel strange at all around people's kids or do you think people are looking at you in a certain way? Because funny, I
0: heard it from my my family friend who I told you had quite a lot of miscarriages. She felt that way. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. If I guess I I hid for a lot of the time,
2: <laughs> like
0: yeah. in that period, yeah. I hid. I don't know. Um, and now I'm not hiding. I think I've only been around my close friends' kids, the ones that I like just hang out with, and it's very natural. So, no, mm-hmm. I haven't had that experience. Have you?
1: i think i i don't think people have made me feel like that but i think it's in my head where yeah if i play with a child or if i'm too affectionate or whatever you might start to think oh because she's really struggling to have a and i don't want that busy yes yes so I, I do think about it a lot and i think it has changed me in the way that i interact with children like i'm not as oh you know like i i'm i'm quite affectionate i'm really loving but i think now just going through this has made me less so because yeah. I, I don't know whether that's for me or that's for... It, yeah, it's not...
0: I, yeah, it's a hard one, but you're not the first person to to have said this, so... Yeah.
1: It's a legitimate yeah. worry, yeah. It is, it is. But anyway, we've got a minute and a half and I just really want to pray yeah. for you before we... Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you so much for doing this me and, and just opening your... With your story, because I just think your story is just people need to hear it, and I'm so glad you've shared it with us today. So, thank you for being so brave.
0: Thank you.
1: to be on this live and just talk, telling your story. I, I think it's, I think you're so brave, and I think cool. you're so strong, also. Thank you. you. Know? And I continue to be kind to yourself and, Amen your for that. and keep your faith in God as well. Amen. So, but yeah, I'm going to pray quickly, and then you can okay. probably say last few words to okay. people. Okay. Father, I come to you this evening thanking you for this opportunity to sit down with my sister in this IVF journey. Lord, I thank you for merging our paths as we navigate this unconventional journey. I thank you because we have each other and we can always see ourselves in each other. God, I thank you for this affirmation of our experience, our desire and our intention. I pray that you continue to be with her and her husband as they resume with their IVF cycle. God, you are the beginning, the middle, and the end, and I ask that you are at the center of every step of this journey. Continue being Danika's pillar and using her to show just how wonderful you are.